The previous Mishnah talked about a relatively small nega that was at least the minimum size needed to be a nega, the size of a bean, and it was inside of a larger nega with a strip of healthy skin separating the two negoim. There was healthy skin surrounding the entire inner nega, and there was a discussion as to whether that patch of healthy skin is sufficient to deem the outer larger nega to be Tomei Azzaras, even though it has a nega inside of it. And there was also a discussion as to what would the law would be if the nega spreads either from the outer nega inwards, and it covers part of the skin that until now was healthy skin, or if the inner nega spreads outwards and covers part of the healthy regular skin, what would the law in that case be? And the opinion of Rabbi Akiva is that in the case where the inner skin spreads outwards, even though it's spread onto other healthy skin, and in general that is something that would deem the nega to be tsaras, since over here the healthy skin is a part of a nega, and according to the majority opinion of the next Mishnah, and that which the Mishnah takes on, it is a something that causes the outer nega to be considered saras. So if the inner nega spreads onto that healthy skin, it's not like spreading onto regular healthy skin, because this healthy skin is part of a different nega, and therefore it would not cause the inner nega to be saras. However, on Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon comes to define when exactly this is the case. Amosai, when, bismanshi specifically when the strip of healthy skin is exactly the width of a lentil. That's the minimum width that it needs to be in order to be a sign of tsaras for the outer nega. However, if it was wider than a lentil, then any part that is extra any part of that strip beyond the width of a lentil, simon pisin apinimis, can be a feature of the inner nega spreading to be considered saras. If it spreads outwards into this healthy patch of skin, as long as there is still enough of the healthy patch of skin remaining for the outer nega to be tome, so that means that this part of the healthy skin onto which the inner nega spread isn't really needed for the outer nega to be considered saras, and therefore we can view it somewhat as regular healthy skin, and therefore the inner nega would become saras when it spreads onto that area. And the outer nega would remain tome because at least a width of a lentil of the healthy strip is still remaining. It's therefore still considered to be a nega with a patch of healthy skin inside of it. If instead of there being a patch of healthy skin in between the two Nagoim, there was a strip of boihak, which is not regular healthy skin, it's skin that has turned white, but it's not a white that is one of the four shades that saras could be. So it's this boihak that is separating between the inner nega and the outer nega. And we are going to understand that just like regular healthy skin, which is inside of a nega, would be a feature that defines the nega to be tsaras, a boihak is no different. Since it is not one of the shades that tsaras can be, automatically it's considered to be like regular healthy skin, in which case it would make the nega which is surrounding it tome. However, in this case, it's narrower than a lentil. So it's not enough to consider the outer nega tsaras. The Mishnah says, 
if the inner nega spreads outwards into this boyhak, then it would be tzara'as, just like when it spreads into healthy skin, the insan Whereas if the outer nega spreads inwards and covers over part of the boyhak, it would not make that nega tzara'as. Because this Mishnah follows the opinion that we learned earlier on in the third Mishnah of this Perak, this chapter, that if the nega spreads inwards, it does not make it tome. Only when a nega spreads outwards would that be a feature that turns the nega into tzara'as. Mishnah Zayin. Esim ba'arba roshei ba'adam. There are 24 tips of limbs on a person's body. That if a patch of healthy skin is on the tips of these limbs... Even if it's in the middle of a nega, it would not make the nega into tzara'as. It's learned from a pasuk that only a part of the body that can be seen very vividly and as soon as one takes a look at the person, only if the patch of healthy skin is in one of those areas of the body would it define the nega as tzara'as. But the tips of these limbs are often in pointing in different directions and usually are not visible immediately upon looking at the person, and therefore, if the patch of healthy skin is over there, even if it's in the middle of a nega, it would not define the nega as tzara'as. Roshi etzbeis odayim v'raglayim, the tips of one's fingers or toes, v'roshi ozdayim, the tips of one's ears. Interestingly, the tips of one's fingers and toes, each one of them is considered to be a separate number. There are 24 altogether, that would already be 20. Whereas the tips of one's ears, that both of the tips of the ears are considered to be just one. The reason for that is because both ears' tips are identical, whereas all of the fingers and toes are different. Verosha chaitem, the tip of one's nose. Verosha gavia, the tip of one's male organ. Verosha hadadim shebo isha, and the tips of a woman's private area. In the chest area, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Afshal Ish, even that area on a man, even though the tips are smaller and they don't point outwards as much, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's enough. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer says, even warts and parts of the body that dangle from the main structure of the body, some part of the skin that is hanging and dangling, these would also not make a nega into tzaras if there is a healthy patch of skin over there and it's in the middle of a nega. Even though the wart or the dangling part is part of a, the, an area on the body which is generally visible at the first look, and that's why the first opinions of the Mishnah understand that this is not included in the list. Because the wart or the dangling part is just considered to be secondary and an extension of that part of the body. And that part of the body is considered a something that the patch of healthy skin would make the nega into tzara'as. However, according to Rabbi Yezer, we do view them in and of themselves as parts of the body that are not immediately visible. And therefore, if a michya, a patch of healthy skin, is over there, it would not turn a nega into tzara'as. Although the focus of this perek, this chapter, has been michya, a patch of healthy skin which is inside of a nega... This final Mishnah of the Perek is related to the subject of the previous Mishnah, and that's why it is brought over here. The following areas of a person's body cannot become Tommy with Nagoim at all. The inside of a person's eye, or the inside of a person's ear, 
the inside of a person's nose, Tehaper, the inside of the mouth. The Torah talks about Saras being Be'er Besoroi on the skin of his flesh, and the inside of these different organs is not considered to be like regular skin. That refers to the skin on the outside of a person's body. Hakamotin folds on a person's skin, for example, if he's pretty fat. So then the skin folds, and part of the skin is not visible. It's considered to be base hastorim, hidden parts of the body, and like we learned in the second chapter already, negoim would only be considered saras, it's only considered to be a nega if it's on a part of the body that is visible when standing in a regular position, not just visible at the first look, like in the previous Mishnah. In this Mishnah, we're interested in something which is visible even at the second look. It just has to be that when the person is standing in a regular position, we are able to see this part of the body. And folds in the skin around the area of the neck. This is the area of the body that more commonly has folds. Tachas Haddad, the area of a woman's body underneath her breasts. Uvesa Shechi, one's armpit area. Kafhoregel, the sole of one's foot. Again, these are all parts of the body that are not seen. Bahatsipiren, the nails, these are not considered to be urbasorai, the regular skin of one's flesh. Horoishva zokon, one's hair, or his head, or on his beard. Only the specific tsaras that the Torah talks about in these areas would apply, but regular tsaras wouldn't apply to that area, because again, the hair is not like regular skin. Hashachin v'amichyo. The boils or burnt parts of the skin, the or a wound, hamurdin, which are still literally rebelling, they haven't begun to heal. So a nega on that area cannot be tsaras ever. Once it starts healing, so then there is a unique tsaras that the Torah does talk about for this type of skin. But before it starts healing, it cannot be a nega at all. All of these parts of the body, cannot become tome as a nega, as tsaras. The Elamit Starfin Banagoyim, they can't even combine to a, to make out the minimum size of a nega with a nega that is on a part of the body that can be a nega, that can become saras. The Elamit Nega Pesalasaychon, nor can a nega that is in a different part of the body, if that nega spreads onto this area of the body, it would not be considered like a regular nega spreading, which would make it saras. Because the area that is on this part of the body is not defined as a nega at all. And if a patch of healthy skin is in one of these areas in the inside of a nega, it would not define that nega as tsaras. And at the same time, this wouldn't prevent the rule that if the entire body of a matsura, somebody who already has tsaras, if his entire body becomes filled with the tsaras, it covers his entire body. We have learned that that would actually have the opposite effect of regular tsaras, in that it would make him pure. But that's only if it covers the entire body. This Mishnah is coming to show that it only needs to cover the parts of the body that themselves are fit for a nega to be on them. But if the whole body except for one of these parts of the body is filled with a nega, that is sufficient, and the nega does not need to cover these areas as well. These areas are totally excluded when talking about Nagoyim. What happens if the hair on one's head or one's beard 
falls out and he becomes bald. So now that area is fit for a nega to be there and be considered If a boil or a burn or a different wound begins to form a crust, it begins to heal, so now it is fit for certain negoim at least. Now these areas of the body can become tome if a nega develops there. As long as the nega develops there only after it becomes an area that is fit for negoim, if the nega appeared earlier on, then even when he becomes bald, that would not be a nega that makes him tome. And this will be shown in the next Mishnah. Be as it may, the Mishnah says, these still cannot combine with a nega that is in a different area of the body. It's true that now this area is fit for negoim, but it's still considered to be a separate area, so if half of the minimum amount needed for a nega was in one of these areas, and half was in a different part of the body, they would not combine together. Likewise, a nega in a regular part of the body that spreads onto this part of the body, even though in this case it is defined as a nega, but it's a different type of nega. It's the nega that is unique to injured skin that has begun to heal. The Torah considers this to be a separate category of a nega. Likewise, if there was a patch of skin there that was not filled with a nega, it can't be considered like a healthy patch in the middle of a nega to make it saras. And again, the reason for this is because although it's a nega, it's a different category of nega. However, it would prevent the per- a Mitsura who becomes fully filled with a nega on his entire body from becoming tohar, since this is an area of the body that is fit for negoim. So even this area would need to be filled with a nega for that rule to apply, that when his entire body becomes full of the nega, then he becomes pure. Ends off the Mishnah, A person's head or the area of his beard, when he is very young, either as a baby or somebody whose beard has not yet grown, before there is hair in that area, and likewise, growths that dangle from a person's head or the area of his beard, these are considered to be like regular skin of a person's body, because it's not yet an area of the body that has hair, and therefore it's no different to the rest of the body. The following Nagoim would be pure, even if based on their current situation, all of the conditions for it to be considered saras have been fulfilled, and the reason for all of these cases is because the nega developed at the beginning in a situation and a time that it was not fit to be considered saras. For example, if the nega developed before the Torah was given, so even afterwards it would not be considered saras. If a non-Jew had the nega and then he converted, a non-Jew's nega is not considered to be tsaras. A baby a fetus, really, if a nega developed on the fetus and then the fetus was born, it developed on a fold in the skin, which is an area that is not fit to be, to be tsaras, and later on that fold became revealed, it now is visible, if the tsaras developed, if the nega developed, on the hair of one's head or beard, or on a boil, burn, or a different wound that have not yet begun to heal. And afterwards, then he became bald in the area of his head or beard, 
or hashchin v'amichva v'hakedach v'nasu tzareves, the boil, burn, or other type of wound began to form a crust and heal. In all of these cases, tohoyrim, even in their current situation, these nagoyim would remain pure and they would not be considered tzara'as, and this is learnt from psukim. What happens if hoyrish v'azokon ajaloyhel useyar? A nega develops on one's head or the area of his beard before there is any hair over there. And we learned to the end of the previous parak, the previous chapter, that that would be fit to be a nega. Meanwhile, Helusayar, the hair did develop over there. So now it's no longer fit to be a nega. Later on, the Nikrachu, the person became bald again. And the nega never disappeared. Or, in a similar case, Hashchin v'amichira v'hakedach ha'chalinanes or some get rid of the words tsareves, and this will be translated as a boil or a burn or a different type of wound. If before they developed, when it was regular skin, the nega began to develop over there, and it was created at that point, and venasu tsareves, then it became a wound, and then it became a wound that was crusted over and began to heal. So this is a similar case, where right now the choyu, it is healing, so Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov metame, Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov says that in these cases the nega can be tomei, shetchiloson v'soifon tomei, because the beginning of the development of these negoim and at the end, their current situation is such that they are fit to be negoim, they're fit to be tzara'as. The fact that in the middle there was a situation that they could not be considered tzara'as doesn't bother us. However, v'achachom metarim... The Chachom say that these Nagoim would not be Tzara'as, the person would remain pure, because only a Nega that from the beginning until the end of its existence, it's a Nega that is fit to be a Nega and Tzara'as, only then would it be able to become Tome. But if in the middle it was in a situation that it was a invalid Nega, then even if right now and at the beginning it was a Nega that could be Tzara'as, it would not be Halachic Tzara'as.